Gentlemen. Hey. Hey. And ladies. Ladies. And yeah. they's. Them. They? Yeah. Whomever. Them. Them. Listeners. Yes. Whoever. <laughs> exactly. Thank yes. you, Nick. Yes. Listeners you of all shapes, sorts, sizes, colors, whoever's tuning in, welcome. You're welcome. To welcome. You should check it out. Hi and uh, happy Thursday to you all. Happy yes. Thursday. Happy Thursday. Yeah. How was Thanksgiving? We, we were there. I mean, you were there. I mean, I was there. We were no, all there. The, remember? the subsequent. Yeah, the, the post the post episode Thanksgiving. Oh, I, I feel great. like I'm just kind of now coming down from like the Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it wasn't even a turkey. It wasn't a, a tryptamine thing. It was okay. like a or hmm. tryptophan thing. It was just it was just a lot. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? After not yeah. seeing anybody for a long time. And I didn't you know, we didn't have any like big Thanksgiving parties or anything like that. But mm-hmm. Saw a bunch of family. You know, you go for, you know, nine months or ten months without really seeing too many people, maybe yeah. one person here or there, and then mm-hmm. uh, it's just family, 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 and... A lot of catching up. Just kind of wind... Yeah, winded down. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. How about you, Greg? Where are you at? I'm... Again, I'm still at Tim's. Um hey, but I'd spent, I spent Thanksgiving with some family, yep, and uh, had a really nice holiday, and now I'm back at Tim's uh, with the Resilient... Working on some tunes uh, hey. today and tomorrow, and uh, and then onward, you know. Nice. So, so are you yeah. guys working on a new stuff for an album, or are you just coming up with singles, or can you divulge? We're uh, yeah, well, we're basically just going about it tune by tune. You know, the idea of releasing an album is obviously tantalizing, mm. but it just has been sort of the pace of this project to go about it tune by tune. Sure. And it seems to have worked cool. out pretty nicely. So, yeah. And this particular tune that we're working on is a little bit different from the others. And it's proving to be uh, challenging in a good way. So we're figuring things out as we go along and really kind of being nitpicky. Um, <laughs> it's more of a pop song than a rock song, Oh, I might right. say. You know? Okay. So, what a you know. genre buster. Good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think that's, that's part of uh, where we are uh, as a project, too, is just kind of stretching out i wouldn't say experimenting but branching out trying different that's things. third album material yeah, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> and i, and I <laughs> that's did great. get um a sweet little like a uh, korg mini log synth and that's been influential in this uh oh snap in this oh, song right. yeah i'm just coming up with some some more dancey funky uh kind of more modern stuff you know so well well not on that vein but i i definitely didn't enjoy your all's cover of heart of gold last week we closed with that very good thanks yeah my question was 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 who played the harmonica in that that was tim tim Tim. yeah our vocalist yeah and that's part of the reason why we actually recorded that because he'd been shedding on the harmonica and wanted to try it with us nice and so yeah yeah. that's very cool so we, we got that in um it's nice. We're starting to get it down where, you know, obviously because of the pandemic, you've, if you're putting content out there in a, in a music project, you've got to rely on video now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh-huh. and with the video requires good audio mm-hmm. and you can't necessarily spend, you know, months making it. You know, you have to be generating, you, you know, you have to turn things around. And so one of the reasons why I was proud of that video or, I mean, you know, whether you just heard the song on the show or if you saw the video on our Facebook was that it really did come out exactly the way we we'd hoped in a short amount of time because we just have worked up to that point where things are just ready to go Mm -hmm. 
essentially. He's like, you're trying to cra- capture the spontaneity. Because we didn't, you know, we have played that song a lot over the time that we've known each other, but we weren't necessarily planning on playing it that day, much less recording the audio or a video of it. Yeah. But so then to go, to kind of go like, okay, here we are. We're going to do it. Camera's ready. We've been through the process. We've made enough mistakes to know how to not make them anymore. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, and that, that's all I'm saying is that it's been fun to get to that point with these guys and it, it leads to uh, more more stuff. So, you know, expect more stuff. Get the juices going, right? That's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Good. Well, best of luck to you guys. It's funny because I, I, I was sitting here thinking while you were talking that when you talked about how in today's media landscape, how you can't really release anything on just audio. It's got to be video too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's some some documentary that I just watched that some really knowledgeable guy was just talking about that exact same scenario, but back in the early 80s whenever MTV started coming on the scene. Oh. And then I, it, it clicked. Ding! Oh, it's the new Zappa documentary! Whoa! Uh, oh! Yeah. Is that out? <laughs> it's out. Yes. Right. Okay. Is that like an Xfinity-only thing, or...? apparently in my democrat like in my particular house yes the only way i could find that is through xfinity comcast was my only route to zapping on this particular gauge how weird was that sentence yeah comcast was my only route to zap (laughs) just the way he pictured it (laughs) no but uh for those of you who don't know that the long-awaited zappa documentary directed and produced by Alex Winter of Bill and Ted's fame, yeah. um, which I actually kickstarted back did I, yeah. five or oh, five or six nice, years ago. Yeah. Nick did too. Yeah, our buddy Crush did as well. Finally came to fruition. Finally came out this last Friday, and I think that we are all going to do a collective review of that next week. Is that right? Yes, yes. Well, as soon as oh, I get yeah. as soon as I get a chance to go uh, get home and you know put on put on a fire and cozy up and hit play. My goodness, man, it's so good. Yeah, it's really good. No. Is it awesome? I'm really looking forward. Am to I it. really the only person that's sitting here that's watched it? I, I that's right, Jay. I haven't had. Wow, I haven't I had been, time. No, nope, well, but I will make time. You guys are in for a treat because it, here's the thing: is like as as Zappa files, as guys that that enjoy this stuff, it's it's really neat to see interviews that you haven't seen before. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really neat to see clips that you have not seen before. But I've seen them all already. I know, but uh-huh. these are some that you have not. <laughs> but no, but these I've seen. Okay. All right. Well, Greg, no, no, I've, Greg got, got I've, seen I've seen them all. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. L.A. Greg, L.A. Greg has yeah. access through G.E. Smith and the right. Roger I actually, Waters. I actually have some. I have some other. I have some other stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't tell you my Frank stories. You <laughs> 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 bastard. That's for another episode, Greg. But for this yeah, episode, right. let's get this thing I'm started. Kidding. What do you guys? Let's say? do it. Yes, it's time. <laughs> let's do it. Yes, that's right. Back like a bad penny. It is. You should check it out. This is episode 070 or episode 70. 70. Can you believe it, guys? No. That's seven <laughs> times 10. That's good. Yeah. 35 yeah. times Amazing. two. Yeah. Yeah. Or 10 <laughs> times seven, really. That's true. Or 35 times it. two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 140 divided by two. Hold on. I'm check- I got to check you on that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You gotta, no, no. It you checks gotta- out. It checks yeah. out. Okay, okay, good, okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Fantastic. Well, anywho, this is, you should check it out. Uh, my name is Jay. And I am Nick. And I'm Greg. 
and we have a jam-packed episode for you this week. Thank you all for tuning into our Thanksgiving episode last week. We got a big holiday extravaganza coming up in a couple weeks, guys mm-hmm. and gals. Uh, so tune in for that. But for today, uh, you're just going to have to strap yourself in for a little bit of news, music news, and uh, you know some other tidbits. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, but without any further ado, Nick, you are up first tonight, sir. I am. Go. I am, and speaking of Kreshmere, I want to thank Kreshmere ah. for sending me sending me a link to an article um, this past week. Thank Kreshmere. you, Kreshmere. Kreshmere mm-hmm. too um, <laughs> To a, uh, yeah, it was an Ars Technica piece called How Old Ambient Japanese Music Became a Smash Hit on YouTube. Ah, it was so refreshing, Nick, to get a link from you that wasn't from Pitchfork. Yeah, right? <laughs> Ars Technica is, you know, once it's like the technological a, arm of, of Pitchfork. No, of, no, I'll yeah, well, it's, yeah, it, sure, sure. It's got the, uh, Pitch sure. dork. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's uppity nerds still, sure. Uh, just mostly about technology. Right. I, I sat on it and I, and then I was reading through it yesterday and, and I really love this article. Um, this yeah, article cool. is basically, it, it kind of starts off by talking about that one way to actually the opening paragraph is it says one way to track the evolution of popular music is to examine its subgenres, and then it talks about how rock begat punk rock, which became post punk as a as an example, and and there's much more of a divergence and and, and break off into Jay is pointing to TV on the radio and television. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, um, and obviously with electronic music, there's been a lot more, you know, splitting and forking and, and subgenre. But what the article is premising is that what what happens when a genre emerges because of its discoverability. And and the point that the article is making is that that there's this this really popular old Japanese ambient music that's become well, it's become popular on YouTube uh, because of its discoverability, because somehow the algorithm is pointing people towards this music, which which is an interesting premise. And and I think we've actually, we've had some conversations about articles surrounding this in other areas that we're going to touch mm-hmm. on probably in weeks to come. But mm-hmm. the thing I loved about this article, because it, it, it uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually play a song, Jay, and it's a song that I think you'll like that we can okay. open up with here. But one of the, one of the featured artists they talked about in this was, um, was a gentleman who calls himself the caretaker. Ah, the caretaker. Yes, which, mm-hmm. which I um, we talked about him in a previous episode. We did. We we covered uh, the caretakers everywhere at the end of time, which mm-hmm. was about which was his six hour advent, uh, you know, journey exploring the idea of what happens to the mind through dementia. But there had been an upload of an album of his that was back in 2011. Was the was the upload uh, was an album called An Empty Bliss Beyond the World, yes. and through nothing that this guy did like he had no this was just some random person uploading this album that he had done it all of a sudden just started getting he started getting like revenue share and like started getting all of these these views and he he actually was kind of concerned like something might have happened um because right. all of a sudden this is just <laughs> blowing up and he wasn't right. sure what the heck was going on so i thought we could we could start off by taking a quick listen to this this uh this weird little uh little exploration by the caretaker sure thing mm-hmm. Thank you. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and much like his his pre his or the the subsequent album Everywhere at the End of Time, this is this is found samples mostly from from the ballroom scene of The Shining. I think this one still falls into the the same category. I think that's where he took his inf- inspiration from. I see. I don't know if that's that particular right. music is from there or not. Okay. It could be. Yeah, but, but I think that's where I think taken. that particular scene is where he took the inspiration to do all of this stuff from. Got it. Got it. Well, thank you for the the clarification. The um, the cool. Th- okay, so th- this article is all over the place, and it's it's really interesting, and it's it basically talks about like all how all these Japanese labels are really were really confused when all of a sudden like they were getting requests for licensing rights <laughs> to all of this early nineteen sixties and seventies weird ambient music that they didn't even have the you know rights to or had to go and look up the thing that i love about this article though is that at at its crux what you've got is people finding weird stuff and uploading it to youtube just because they found it right um which immediately as soon as i read that in this article i was like oh that's like that's like going to the record store and digging through the bins and finding this this record that's just got a crazy cover that makes you like think oh, I kind of want to hear what this is about and take it home sure. and discover it right so so that was like the first thing that I, I loved about this is it had this element of a new like how technology has taken this instinct to go and f- unearth these rare gems right. and then and then share them you know and, and instead of a right, zine but like, on, uh, but like on crack you know it's yeah like, but instead it's of like... a zine you can put it on YouTube where anybody in the world then can right, can see right. it instead of like you know, the 15 friends that you send your little crappy newsletter that you make every <laughs> month to, which is kind of how it was in the old days. So I thought that was, that kind of gave me like this little, just this little flash of inspirational hope that like, nah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's cool. It kind of, it's still alive. Um, yes. The interesting thing though, is that like the that Google and it's in its algorithm, it, it doesn't, it hadn't had the ability to actually track down the rights to all of this stuff, but it's still, the, the article's kind of surmising that the algorithm is doing some quality analysis and some timbre analysis and some some aligning of like what sounds align with other video sounds which is something that right i don't think we've seen a lot of write-ups about that I yeah can, so I there's can some, there's some question about like how how the youtube algorithm or how the google al- algorithm because that's at the backbone of it mm-hmm. um is suggesting new musical tracks for people who ha- are have clicked on a particular link Mm -hmm. and uh you know of course google is very hush hush about this because this is their ip right but it's clear that if you go down certain streets in youtube that you'll find certain alleys yeah yeah you know like pretty not predictably but usually you'll you'll find certain alleys and they're how did they get linked to one another is is the is the question that that nick's bringing up here right pretty interesting to think about and we've kind of mm-hmm. there's been a lot of I don't know if, if for for anyone who kind of keeps up on on the stuff there's been a lot of talk about kind of the negative side of this which is the whole like YouTube the YouTube rat hole that you can get in where people that watch this video also like the following videos and right when it, when 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 certain ideas uh, are applied to that concept can kind of take you into some deep dark places and get you thinking some things that you know whatever but as it applies to this it's like this magical wonder of of just musical discovery, which we've all known about. Like, where that's that's, right. that's been this nice aspect of YouTube, but but it's this it's this uh, yeah again it's it's the idea of somebody just uploading some old old music because it's something that they liked. And and the article talks about some old blogs from you know 
2000, the early 2000s of people that were just kind of, whatever reason, obsessed with like 1970s Japanese music or, or right. uh, and not bird particularly, pro- yeah. Sorry. hey, bird clock, and not particularly promoting it in, mm-hmm. any, in any way. No, just sharing it, right. just uploading it that, as a means of sharing it. Right, right. And that's mm. really the remarkable kind of organic thing about this whole thing and 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 again it goes back to the what the caretaker was saying is that mm-hmm. he uploaded this music just because it was a project it was a passion project for him mm-hmm. he wasn't going out of his way to make it a commercial success in any way it kind of died off but then through this algorithm it got picked up and found by people that never would have found this music yeah. otherwise yeah and that's just a beautiful 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 thing and the cool you know, thing like, is that because it's this like ambient mostly kind of calm, chill music, it's music that a lot of people like go to sleep to or work to mm-hmm. or or meditate to or have mm-hmm. on in the background to kind of just exist in, in the space. So these people are all getting paid because they, they, the revenue model for YouTube is it's completed plays. And so that's when all of a sudden the license rights for, for all of these old albums became an issue ah. because they had a lot of money do somebody and they couldn't figure out who to send this money to. So they had to start tracking, <laughs> <laughs> tracking down who had the rights to this stuff. But uh, yeah, it was, it was a rare, it was a rare article where like the algorithm was almost, it was almost a, a bit player and really, and, and again, as far as I understand, as far as I'm aware, YouTube's algorithm, at least until maybe the past few years has basically looked literally at what video did you watch and then what video what other videos have you watched in their entirety and started creating correlations that way. Sure, um, so sure. it's, so it, it took somebody watching a video and then somebody, ha- that same person watching some other video to start to draw those distinctions, whether or not they've got it down to, you know, some real, real oral analysis now where they can, where they can determine that, Oh, if you like the sound and this other video has a similar sound, maybe that's the case. I'm not certain. But as far as I'm aware, up until at least a few years ago, it was really just a correlation of videos you've watched and videos other people have watched that like that video that, you know, that 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 kind of tie in together. So it required a human component in order to create those neural connections. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Well, that's badass, man. I that mean, was that's great. Kind of, again, to paraphrase what I said last week, it's kind of like what we all hoped the Internet would be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. It really is. For me, it was that kind of a story. And uh, and there's a really, really funny video that they, they highlight in here uh, that came out in uh, 1976 that is called Plantasia. Um, and <laughs> and this, is, uh, this is this by this guy, Mort Garson's Mother Earth's Plantasia is what it's called, Mother Earth's Plantasia. And it's from this uh, one of the world's earliest Moog musicians. Um, ah. And, and it's got this really weird vibe, and it talks about this uh, this plant store in L.A. would just play this album on, like, at some point during the day, and, mm-hmm. and just all these random places that this album would show up, <laughs> again, coming from this this random upload that that, that where, where it had been found. But I wanted to play it, and uh, it is particularly quirky, and uh, and I thought it was a nice send-off to, so we can get I, to I'm the sorry, is this, is this... Uh music to have plants grow by is that the concept mm. behind this thank you jay the uh the subtitle mm. of the album is uh warm earth music for plants and the people who love them <laughs> good wow. i just wanted to make sure everybody and their plants are getting into the right mood for this we definitely definitely mm. crank it up near a fern because it's, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> anyway there it is 
Well, I don't I don't know about you guys, but my gladiolas are freaking out right now. <laughs> wow. Wow. Damn, I didn't know plants <laughs> like to listen to the final countdown. <laughs> my chrysanthemums like are just nodding their heads. Loving it. loving it. Loving <laughs> it. Crank that for your seedlings in the spring. Indeed. That's so cool, man. I, I, I love that. I love that. And I, I've been sent down similar YouTube rabbit holes because I'd like to put on just music in, in the background, just a- ambient or instrumental music. Yeah. And uh, and again, it's it, like the article says, it's, it always seems to lead back to Japanese based or sure. Japanese in origin. Uh-huh. And for me, it's jazz. It's, it's Japanese jazz from the 70s. Okay. But it, again, it's turned me on to a lot of stuff that I never would have heard or never Absolutely. would have been aware of otherwise. So yeah. maybe, maybe um, ambient music could be sort of a, a topic that we get into. We've done experimental, but ambient oh, is a sure. different thing. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. I love like I love the that Aphex Twin ambient selected works. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, yeah. and Definitely. also like there's one my brother got me into like a Brian Eno music for a Thursday afternoon or something. Yeah, if, I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. ever heard that. Anyway, I, I, all stuff. of Brian Eno stuff is just great for mm-hmm. any Thursday right. afternoon where you yeah, just yeah, have exactly. to do nothing but work. <laughs> I love yeah, Brian no, Eno, but man. it is it's it, it just because it, it's just enough of. Uh, is it that music for uh, airports? No, it's 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 something about Thursday afternoon is in the title, but it's 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 a good one. I'm sure there's many good ones of his. Uh, it's just one that I happen to know. But it's the uh, type it's of music I Thursday love afternoon. because yeah, 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 because it, it just it leaves space for you to think. You know, it's yeah. not demanding all of your attention. Mm-hmm. And so you there's a get really into cool this. app that Brian Nino has too, because he's he's done a lot of cool stuff with visual work and uh, software and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there's an app that you can get for your phone i think it's called reflections by brian I remember Eno. this app i remember this and it just sits there on your phone and sometimes i'll like just bring it up and just like set my phone in front of me and it'll just play this cool like uh, randomly color changing weird scene on your phone while this procedurally generated brian Eno track is playing on in, in the <laughs> oh, background wow. it's great it's fantastic yeah, yeah. yeah. and he spies on you <laughs> yes well that <laughs> is yes that is <laughs> the downside yeah. yes but yeah. he uh, needs the data you know, he needs it, yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't he compose the collect like, my uh, data, Brian Eno? Please, <laughs> yeah. Didn't he compose the theme song for like not the theme song, but like the the opening sound of Windows ninety five or whatever it was? That's right. Yes, mm-hmm. the, the, the bum, 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 bum. Yeah, yep, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, Brian Eno. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. Anyway, that is my topic for the week. Thank you again, Crashmere, and Greg. I would like to turn the uh, like to turn it over to you, my friend. Oh, hey, man. Well, you know, I keep it, uh, you know, I'm, I'm Mr. Hollywood. You know, I want to talk about, it's award season. <laughs> it is <laughs> it's award, award season. season. <laughs> um, it's a beautiful night. All the stars are out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, look, it's Brad Pitt. No, uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> but it go, was. Go away. It, go away, no, we, Brad. No, no, it's over. It's Not over. Not welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Not well. No Thank means you. no. Send him over. I'll talk anyway, to him. Yeah, come yeah here, okay. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. come here. Snuggle, snuggle. Um, <laughs> so it's okay. It's not a war season, or maybe it is. I don't know. But the point is that the nominations <laughs> came out. <laughs> the Grammy nominations came out, and I've I've don't know how, what you guys <laughs> feel Greg, about the Grammys. Jay is but pumped. Jay is Jay's pumped. pumped. I never watch the Grammys. I we've we've talked about it before on this show. It's. I don't do it out of protest. I just. I most of the time I don't know who is up there. It's. They're playing music that I don't listen to, 
it's just you know but i as as far as like if i have a uh a friend who gets nominated for a grammy though i do recognize that as an achievement well i would sure. say so uh, yeah. right obviously right i can't say and that's so, ever happened in my lifetime but so uh, do we Greg? get nominated is that what jay and i uh, <laughs> we've been nominated we've been nominated no we have not what been was nominated, talking about ah oh, damn it. <laughs> Shoot. but there are a lot of categories maybe we'll just have to wait until they create one for just for us arbitrary music podcast hosted by friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. but hey man um, i'd be happy with just a nomination Totally. Of course, yeah. no, it, nice was, it would be noticed. nice, nice to be recognized. So, look, I just wanted to give a but shout we don't out. Because... Run, we don't run in the same circles that you do, Greg. <laughs> well, which of which of your many many friends got nominated? No, no, for no, no. no. This well, year? It's a... <laughs> Listen, it's just how I found out about what was going on, and it, it was it was a a lot of no, uh, well, not, how not a lot, many not a lot. of your friends oh, got yeah, nominated for Grammy? Oh, how yeah. many? Yeah. Um. Well, it depends on like it, 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 did they themselves get nominated for for something or were they on something that got nominated? Like, mm. there's for instance, there's like a percussionist I know in LA, and when they when they came out, he's like, "Oh, the Lady Gaga track I played percussion on got nominated," and I was like, "I didn't know you played on you know Lady Gaga track." Go. So, that I bet is. you know. But look, uh, Nick, you'll be excited to know that. For best rock performance, Shamika was nominated. I did see that by, by Fiona hey, Apple. All right, I did see that. And there's yeah, yeah. and Tame Impala is in the best rock category, I think. There you go. You know. Yeah. So look, there's a lot of nominations, um, but I got to give a shout out, and I want to play a track from this album to my homies in Antibalas, um, a great okay. band from Brooklyn. We talked about them briefly with uh, the Rock in the Suburbs boys. Yeah. Um, and uh, I had. Uh, some some close friends who've been in that band or have been in that band. Um, they're from Brooklyn. They're largely based on the uh, orchestra of Fela Kuti, um, okay, yeah. who's like the pioneer of Afrobeat from mm-hmm. Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And it's a really great band. They've been around for a long time, and I don't think they necessarily ex- expected this nomination. So it was really a nice, a, a, a nice the jolt for. Uh, it's best global performance, I believe. Global music performance. Oh wow! Yeah, um, that's amazing. So it is, it, it, and it's very. I was very stoked for them because, again, I mean, these are guys who have worked very, very hard. You know, the whole time I've known them, which is about ten. Years, I mean, they go back oh, maybe thirty years now. I think they wow. started in the nineties, but I, I know they've worked really hard. I saw them once open for Arcade Fire. I've seen them in all kinds of different stuff. I opened for them a bunch of times. And I still work with uh, one of the members very closely on some different things. And he's in a band called Here Lies Man now, which I've played on the show. Uh, so anyway, Antibalas, let's listen to a track from... What's up, Nick? Well, I know. I just I, I wanted to... I had, some, I had thoughts about... Uh, the one thing I wanted to say was this, this... You know, I was reading through these. And also with the, with the topic that I had brought up, there's so much here that I don't that I haven't listened to. Exactly. And and we have a music podcast. I know. And I love that. I absolutely love yeah. that like there's still so damn much that I'm missing. And as much yeah. as like as much as I try to keep on top of stuff, I really went through and freaking Jacob Collier is all over the place here, but Well, frank frankly, Greg, when you spit out yesterday whenever it's saying that you wanted to cover the Grammy nominations, I kind of did an internal eye roll because, like, what the <laughs> heck do I care about? the? I haven't cared about a Grammy nomination in a really, really long time. Understandable. Sure. But when I looked at the list of, like, 
who was actually nominated this year, it actually seemed to be a pretty right. Uh, it's not I, that it, far it, off. It's it, not like it, Cardi yeah. B. Car- John Cardi Klein's yeah, Cardi B. exactly. It just was. It wasn't just the pop, you know, like songstresses mm-hmm. on the right. on the hit list. It was. It was a pretty uh, varied list and. Like, yeah, again, the, Jacob Collier is a great example of like someone and John getting, Prine. I mean, like, John and Prine, someone, f- yeah. Every yeah, one yeah. of our, you know, every one of us, each each one of us, meaning the three of us, right? There's somebody that we really respect who's on the nominees list somewhere. Sure, yeah, sure. You know, so cu- um, so yeah, kudos, respect. I think, yeah, and it, de- and and it so, definitely makes me want to go and look at like I mean, and again, it's not that I haven't heard of these people. It's just I hadn't really given it that much thought and. Sure. And this year, I really did make a concerted effort to try to keep on top of like what seems to be some hot albums that are coming out. But I definitely didn't do enough genre exploration. I can tell that right now. <laughs> right so on. that's well, good. I already got some goals for 2021. Well, cool. I want to listen to this track. All right, let's okay. do that. Antibalas. Right. This is Lay Lay from The Foo Chronicles. Congratulations to the boys in Antibalas. Good job, gentlemen and ladies. True, they do have a they do have a touring trumpet player sometimes. So there you go. I like in your a female touring trumpet player. Mm-hmm. It's never or forever. A lightning house is a promise and a pact. I find my hand in the dome of your back. Means we are one. Children of King, then Wallahi, oh, your back. Wallahi, 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 If I succeed in America, I would buy a big, big man. Yeah, man. I mean, that is come on. awesome. That's not bad. I don't <laughs> care what kind of music you like. You no, gotta, that's great. You got to give it to them, you know? Yeah, dude. Definitely. Um, they no, know that's what so they're cool. doing. It is. And, uh, you know, as much as I want to give props to Andy Bots, I, could, I would be hugely remiss, though, if I didn't give another shout out to someone I've respected for a long, long time I and got to work with about 10 years ago on a funk arc album. I brought him up on the show before, but Adrian Quesada and his band Black Pumas, they got three oh, nominations. Yeah. That's and amazing, dude. Dude, yeah. they're nominated for Record of the Year. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're up against Taylor Swift and mm. Beyonce. Wow. <laughs> you, know? you know? And they got, <laughs> they're nominated for, okay, Album of the Year. Another mm-hmm. major category. And then finally, best roots performance. So if you haven't heard the Black Pumas record, I've been talking about it. Hey, man, you, know. you heard it here first. You brought them up <clears throat> yeah. like a year ago Indeed. on the podcast, man. And, yeah. I, you know, I just, I, I just bought, you know, was listening to it because it was my friend's band, you know. <laughs> like, like, I think this record's awesome, you know. And then now, look at album. it go. Look yeah. at it go. How cool and, is that? Um, it is. I, I knew it was going to be a big deal when I heard it on, the, like, a Capital One ad. 
<laughs> and, and, you know, and I was like, "Hey, that's Adrian's band." <laughs> and I, but, I, but I was definitely when I realized sponsored the, by <laughs> Xfinity. <laughs> yeah, but I realized like this actually works so well. You know, yeah. like I realized like it, this is there's it. They picked this song for a reason, and it does work very well. Yeah. And I think everyone's gonna know this song now. Yeah, well, you it's know, it's so. great it, to go back to it again. I, it, if the Grammy nominations are any bellwether for what's to come, it it seems like uh, the record companies are getting their heads out of their collective asses and like. No, yeah, man, it's that discoverability. It's that discoverability. Well, yeah, but they could easily ignore that too. Sure. I mean, they don't necessarily have to go to YouTube to look for like what's hot. You know, like it. it but it actually does seem like they're like, they're listening to the people. And what the people are listening to. Yeah, so it's yeah, cool. and, yeah. Totally. Um, and and Jay, to circle back, well, you have uh, some records behind you. You always have some records behind you. And you have TV on the radio and mm-hmm. television. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know what, maybe during your segment you'll explain what, what the, the reasoning is or if maybe there isn't. No, they were but, random. Um, random that's, picks. That's, oh, they were <laughs> random. Random picks. Never mind. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, I, but I would also be remiss, not to circle back to Antibalas, who apparently got started with uh, TV on the radio in the sense that they were both like in the same apartment building and they've been friends, like close friends and guested on each other's oh, records. Wow. Et nice. Nice. So I didn't there's know a that. connection there with that, with those guys. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's Brooklyn. Uh, TV on the radio is ex- Brooklyn too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I definitely. think they're just like in the same exact hood. Um, but shifting over to some other nominees mm-hmm. and I won't be playing any clips of this because I don't want to scare anybody. Okay. <laughs> But anyway, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but um, another band, Power Trip, whose uh, lead singer Riley Gale passed yeah. away yeah, in the summer. I bit. brought yeah. up. They were nominated for best metal performance, and it, you know the way they, they they say best metal performance, it's like a song, and it can be a recorded studio track or a live track. And the one they got nominated for is from this live recording that I just can't stop listening to, and. One of the great moments during this song is, you know, it's like they're they're playing their their metals, their thrashy metal stuff. And during the song, I don't know who he's talking to. But he goes, "Joey, I see you on your phone." <laughs> <laughs> well played. And I love listening to that track because I'm like, I just I just love it when he says that. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> steps and he got steps out of it and just yells at a friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just like calling him out, like, "Hey, man, get off your phone, Come man. On, We're dude. up here rocking." But this is pretty incredible. <laughs> Look at the best best rock performances. Yeah, the nominees okay. there. It's uh, Fiona Apple, mm-hmm. Big mm-hmm. Thief, Phoebe Bridgers, Haim, Brittany Howard, and Grace Potter. So that's what four well, out of the four out of the five, four out of the six have female vocalists. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's pretty incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. It is. Tis. Tis. And, uh, you know, I mean, look, congratulations to all the nominees. You know, it's a, it, it is an honor. I do, uh, I would also be remiss. I'm very remiss tonight. Um, <laughs> uh, remiss away, to, sir. I think, uh, I, I wish I'd prepared a little bit better to bring this particular thing up, but are you guys familiar with The Weeknd? Sure, the sure. singer? Yeah. yeah. He uh, apparently was asked to perform at the Grammys, whatever virtual event they're doing, but didn't end up getting nominated and then like started bitching about it on Twitter. <laughs> and so like, there's definitely people do. out there. Yes. So don't feel bad if you didn't get nominated for a Grammy because apparently the weekend didn't either. <laughs> right. And uh, he's very upset about it. Apparently. I hear that. I, I hear he's pretty popular. Yeah. So do I. Mm. But uh, 
anyway, there you have it, boys. I don't have, you know, I, I think everybody should just go check out the, the Grammy uh, list and uh, see for yourself if you can find someone on there that you dig and can root for. Pretty awesome. And you then know? the uh, it's airing wind, you know? January, I don't, January I don't. of 2021. I think it's the 31st. January 31st okay. of 2021. Mark your calendars. On CBS. But I mean, this list right here, and what I meant by discoverability is specifically that like the ad network, like the ad reps are not using the record label suggestions or the stuff that they would have been pushing to radio stations like they used to. Like all that yeah. they have now to go on are streaming services and, it and seems YouTube. Way, yeah. And so it's all this organically... Yeah, this organically sourced music. Uh, not not all, not all. There's a ton of money behind pushing all of these artists, but yeah. um, but still pretty sweet. But there's pretty still sweet. definitely some organic. Yeah, you know, diamonds in the rough there that are absolutely. coming out. Absolutely, absolutely. And Jacob Collier is a is a great example. Just example a dude, of that. dude we, in his parents' house. Yeah. I mean, my God. <laughs> I hear there's a petition for that for guy out right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Yeah, I shared that with you guys. Didn't I? That, my, my brother sent me that. It's a it's a fake petition for Jacob Collier to go serve in some overseas. Oh, it's not so fake. Something to it's sing not about. fake. It is. Uh, it's enlist it's Jacob Collier in fake. a foreign legion to instill a sense of humility <laughs> into his music. So far, it's got two signatures. Oh my goodness! Uh, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Just wipe wipe I that stupid smile Collier, off his face. I do love Jacob Collier, but I can't. I can't. I would be. I would be remiss. It's if funny. I didn't say, he could use a little bit of real world training. A little bit. It's, maybe. it's just funny because it's a little. It's a bit on the. Yeah, it's right there. It's right there on yeah. the nose. Yeah. But you don't need real world training when you've got a dominant court and you're gonna. Get, you know, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, but this, 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 obviously, you can literally go in any direction you want. It's like, no, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can. That's not how life works, Jacob. <laughs> yeah. You can modulate from like D sharp major to I don't know E dominant whatever the heck you know in your yeah. mind, but no, for the rest of us, yeah. He's got he, he's got a very very special gift. I'll he say does. that. Man. He does. totally does. He does. Yeah, but he do, but he does need to wipe that smile off his face. And I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, hey, Johnny, speaking, of spe- speaking of special gifts, guys, what do we got? Gifts. As you guys know, the 2020 holiday season is nearly upon us. It is. It's creeping up very quickly. I, I need... Ugh. I'm I scared. have no idea what to get people. <laughs> well, no you idea. know, here in the uh, You Should Check It Out community, you know, we have a lot of musicians and a lot of people who like music. We have some uh-huh. audiophiles. Mm-hmm. And so I thought as a uh, kind of community service, I, mm-hmm. I would present some of the best musical holiday gifts of 2020. Okay. For Ooh. the musicians or audiophiles in, in your, your life. life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Huh? Yeah. Okay, yeah. How about it's it? Some merch recommendation yeah. segment. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Some stocking stuffers. Uh-huh. Some, uh, you know, just some ideas. I think. Of, I, think uh, I think this is this is Jay's way of disguising his Christmas list. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that or just <laughs> or poorly disguised referral links. Yeah, I, I would say that I would be happy, more than happy. I would be ecstatic to receive really? any of, you know? any of the gifts on this list. <laughs> any of them. <laughs> and that's no BS. Okay. <laughs> So let okay. me just start this out. I, I, I write this down. Been, been combing through the internet, <clears throat> using uh, YouTube's algorithm to to find the gifts for the musician in your life for 2020. And the first one that came, I came across was a uh, was a recipe book. Okay. You know, recipes, musicians, heavy metal, 
doesn't always go together, but I think it, this one may have succeeded in that very strange target that I just set. Uh, the name of the book is called Mosh Potatoes. Oh. <laughs> Nice. Okay. Mosh. It is uh, Mosh Potatoes, Recipes, Anecdotes, and Mayhem from the Heavyweights of Heavy Metal. This amazing recipe book has 147 recipes from some of the biggest names in heavy, me- heavy music, including musicians from Guns N' Roses, Motorhead, nice. Ozzy Osbourne, Ooh. Alice Cooper, mm. Anthrax, Dillinger Escape Plan, Megadeth, and a lot more. And a lot <laughs> more. You know, so wow. the next time you're, you know, on a Sunday afternoon looking for what to cook, you're thinking, gosh, what would rat cook on a su- Sunday afternoon? <laughs> Probably rat. Rat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here you have it. Mosh yeah, potatoes, yeah, what, guys. What, what, what available does Glenn, available what, on Amazon. Uh, how does Glenn Danzig prepare veal? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I just, I don't like how many bodily fluids are in every single one of these reps, recipes. It's, right, it's a little right, yeah. Hey, you do have to cook yeah. them a little bit longer than it's, your standard recipes. Yeah. This is D.G. Allen's gazpacho. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. All right. So what if what if I what if I don't like the kitchen? What if I'm not? If I'm you're not, not a, a fan chef. of the kitchen, I'm not a chef. Um, what if I don't? I don't. Or eat. if you, if you're you know lazing again to go to the Sunday afternoon. If you're lazing around on the Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. and you, maybe you want to stimulate your appetite, you want to you know kick back, smoke a little Mary Jane. Oh, okay. But where are your rolling papers? And if you want to get inspired, you can head on over to Neil Young's uh, online store and right. pick up some Neil Young homegrown rolling papers. <laughs> homegrown? Yours wow. for only $7. Homegrown. Okay. <laughs> okay. I definitely got it earmarked Perfect out, for the musician on your list. Right. The pothead musician. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so, pretty good. Uh, they had the, uh, the album artwork on there. Um, I assume they're, you know, their quality. He falls in the long line of musicians like Snoop Dogg that have their own line of rolling papers. So okay, that was something yeah. that uh, D'Angelico would have at Nam, which was always a hit. <laughs> it would give out the rolling papers, a hit, so to speak. Got it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of hits, guys, uh-huh. if you know, if you're not down with, you know, the <laughs> the smoke, um, with the alternative <laughs> lifestyle like that, if let's say you're more in the pop vein. All right. Are you a fan of of Lady Gaga? I'm a huge fan. <laughs> Lady Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Lady <laughs> Gaga. Well, she has a uh, she has I a song me. called "Rain Rain on Me." Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. Pretty famous song, and um, it turns out that Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga, has licensed her own <laughs> line of rain boots, galoshes. Okay. What? Oh, Lady Gaga Lady Ga- galoshes. Galoshes. Lady Galoshes. Lady Galoshes. Lady Galoshes. A pair of uh, yellow Rain on Me Lady Gaga rain boots can be yours for only $120, guys. We gotta get Greg into product branding. Lady Galoshes would have been much better. Galoshes. Lady Galoshes. Lady Galoshes. Lady Galoshes. How much do these run? You like these, Jay? 120, 120 bucks a pair. Okay, maybe next year. Oh, that's like 60 bucks a boot. <laughs> What's your size? You have like a 10? Oh, Nine and a half. Nine right. and a half. Okay, I don't have halves. <clears throat> <All right. laughs> so, okay, guys, those were kind of funny. Let, let's let's, okay. let's close things out on, on something a little bit more practical. Let's mm. say... Um, My feet are dry, searching... I'm high, and I'm full. Now what? <laughs> right, so you want to kick back and listen to some music, right? Perfect. 
We want okay. to throw throw yeah. some some vinyl on the platter. So throw some wax on the platter. Let's do that. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, all you got is this te- TV on the radio album <laughs> and this television album, which sounds like dog crap. Okay. Uh, <laughs> legitimately, one of the most expensive, according to to Discogs, one of the most ex- expensive and rare albums in my collection. But it sounds like absolute dog crap. I'm sorry to hear that. Mastered terribly. But anyway, so let's say you don't want to play any of those. Okay. uh, And you want your own custom vinyl record. Well, you can go to American Vinyl Company. And uh, from as little as $30, this is actually pretty incredible. This This is a good one. You can make your own personalized vinyl record with tracks of your own choosing. So let's really? say you want to make something for your for your boyfriend or your girlfriend. You pick a couple tracks. You pick five or six tracks. It's just like making a mixtape back in the day. Holy Whoa, crap! Weird. The tracks. How special they is that? will they will print it on vinyl. You can actually send them your own artwork, and they will print the whole thing up for you. American Vinyl Company wow. custom vinyl record starting at thirty dollars. Nice. Wow. Yeah. You guys are actually kind of gobsmacked about that, aren't you? Absolutely. That's a fantastic <laughs> one. I, I, I was like, right? I just thinking, one like, of the wow, margins well, well, they're working off of. Holy crap. I, that was exactly where my mind went. Because as a guy who produced his own vinyl record, and it costs a lot more than $30 a record. <laughs> that's for yeah. sure. Man. Wow. I'm wondering, I'm wondering how they're making any money on that. But, um, hey, I'll leave that up to vinyl, American Vinyl Company. Vinyl is not dead. Love it. Oh, they're out <laughs> of stock, not. though. Holy cow. Oh, mm. yeah. Oh, that's all right. That's definitely oh. one where demand would probably outstrip supply. Probably. Yeah. What, what would you put if 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 you were making me a a, a mix uh, vinyl record? What would what would you put on it? For you, Greg, well, Lady Gaga. I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't answer that question with only a few seconds worth of thought because, man, we'd have to put some thought into that, Greg. No, I definitely one. can. It's um, oh, good. two sides of, two sides of the caretaker. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> one song. I would go back and just get all the times that I on Greg from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you should check yeah, it your out. Greatest hits. Greatest hits. Yeah, greatest hits. Yeah, yeah. every time you make fun of me. I can help you out with that. Just be like, let's dumb do that. you've said. Can we <laughs> do that? Let's, let's yeah, do that. Yeah. That's going to be our Christmas gift for Greg this year. Oh. Just a Nick, photo of me looking that. miserable on okay. the front. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's, that's, no, that's so cool. Uh, that's thanks, really guys. I really appreciate it. Last up, um... I don't know if you guys know this about me or not, but uh, if there's one thing I love, it's it's audio files, actual real audio files, especially uh, you know people who take a lot of uh, pride in their home stereo setups. Now I'm a guy. I, I actually make a living. I'm a professional AV engineer, right? Mm-hmm. So I know what goes into making a good audio visual setup. Yeah. But I'm here to tell you that a lot of the audio file world is a load of crap. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. Heard it here. But every once in, every <laughs> once in a while, you'll come across something on the internet that just like that is a bargain. So I I wanted to provide again as a public service to everyone some of my uh, Jay Rossman's audiophile bargain picks of 2020 here I'm to, getting, to round I'm out. I'm getting the, a piece of paper out. I yeah, definitely, this. definitely do here. All right. So these are all available on AudioAdvisor.com. One Audio of my favorite audiophile. Yep. Okay. Yep. These the, you know this is. Home of speaker stands that cost five hundred dollars per stand. Dot com, audioadvisor. Okay, audioadvisor.com. So Hit me. We're going to start with uh, RCA cables, right? They're your standard 
Yep. You know, red the, and white. The, the red, red and white cables that you connect yep. everything to. So, <clears throat> uh, again, steel of the week. Kimber cable hero RCR, RCA to RCA cables. One meter. That's three feet if you're mm-hmm. here in the States. Okay. A steel at $248. 248 Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's actually on sale this week for Cyber Monday, so. And that's made by Kimber. Sure. Kimber Cable. That's right. Kimber Cable. Yeah, yeah the K? So. That's right. That's right. I don't care. 248. <laughs> 248. <laughs> right. How could you how could you go wrong? Good. That's a three right. feet. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. A little bit God. less than three feet. That's right. Now it Next is a up. pair, so you get your left and right. Okay. So. You do get mm-hmm. you get the right and right. the left. Yeah. That's right. Oof. That's right. All right. So that's like one twenty four a speaker. <laughs> All right, next up, uh, you know, now that we're in the age of digital audio, you know, right. we're, we're all using interfaces here, and they got to connect to our computers with USB cables, right? So it's it's not good enough just to have audiophile quality speaker cables. I need, I need audio- some decent USB. You need an audiophile quality USB cable, Nick. I do. I do. Is what you need mm-hmm. right now, because... <clears throat> Clearly, the USB standard uh, dictates that there's different levels of. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm, I'm. I digress. Here we go. AudioQuest is the name of the brand. AudioQuest with a Q. That's uh, their coffee line of USB cables. And let me just. Uh, this is a five meter cable, so that's 15 feet. That's the USB oh, maximum length. This is the longest yeah, USB span cable. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just give you a, a treat of the. Hmm. Uh, a preview of the description from the the website here. Oh, good. AudioQuest coffee USB cable. Treat yourself to high-performance coffee from AudioQuest's Indulgence series of USB cables. (laughs) It's in the name. I know the price is not going to be friendly. I know it. I'm indulging. (laughs) Go ahead. Well, again, you know, it's all relative. I'm indulging, I'm telling you, this is a steal. Okay. Boasting Mm -hmm. solid 10% silver-plated long-grain copper conductors, coffee delivers low-jitter, Low distortion audio. Enjoy coffee USB cables with PCs, DACs, and other digital gear and experience how good digital music can sound. Yes, that's right. It's just a freaking USB cable. You could connect your printer to your computer with this thing. You could. And it's yours, five meters for only $799. But no jitters. Oh. No jitter. <laughs> Nobody likes jitters in their in their USB cable. That's right. Oh, herky jerky. Seven hundred ninety-nine dollars. Seven ninety-nine. Get it while you can. Wow. Yeah. I, I bet you didn't even know that your USB cables were absolute garbage. <laughs> so I got. I do now. I got eighteen feet of cable, and I just spent a thousand bucks. Oh, it's about to get better. Oh, we're not done. Because okay. you, yeah, you think about uh, this is the last one here. You, no, no, you no, think I love about this. all Sorry, of your just... all of your electronic components. What do they all share in common? Uh, copper. <laughs> yes, silver. Yes, yes no, yeah, silver. A little silver bit of silver. silver. Uh, uh-huh. Think more generalized. What what Plastic. actually makes them tick? Um, electricity. Electricity. Hey, all right. That's right. They all need power. They do. You need, need power. power for all of your components <gasps> oh, in your audio okay. chain. What do you got for right? me? What do you? I bet you didn't. <laughs> I bet you didn't even think about your power cable. No. Did you? Damn. The you power cable. Oh, the the, the thing power that... cable. It's, that's right. The the you know the ten cent IEC cable. That so we're comes talking about a plug. Single... Mm. A, a plug. Yes. Does this right. matter for me? Oh oh absolutely. Nick, oh crap. You don't know what your life has been it's missing. Step one. You've had. This it's is why one. everything I've ever done sounds like. <laughs> that's exactly right. See? This is why I'm here, guys. This is why I'm an it's AV the consultant. Power cable. 
Stupid, right. stupid. <laughs> well, let me introduce you guys, because I, it's clear that you guys aren't hip, but uh, let Obviously. me just hip you guys to Cardus's Audio Clear Cardus. Beyond XL Power Cable. Clear Beyond, beyond Clear. Uh, this is the <laughs> Cardus Audio Clear Beyond XL Power Cable. Extra large and you can't see it. This is, this is, by the way, again, just to hammer the point home, this is just a power cable. But it's clear. It's, beyond, it's clear beyond large. Right, and really it's XL. Large. Right. XL. Yeah. So, again, uh, don't take my word for it. Take the manufacturer's word for it. Here's the description from Audio Advisor. Clear Beyond features Cardus's most advanced line-level conductors constructed of ultra-pure Cardus copper scaled to the golden ratio. Ooh. That's right. That's is, that right. The, is that this guy? That makes everything better. It's, it has something I mean, to do with like Fibonacci. Spiral. Yep, it's the Fibonacci. It's the Fibonacci, right? It's well, the it's when the, it, it's like the, is you have, you have a rectangle. Three to There's two, a right? ratio. Well, you fit, you can fit a smaller version of the exact same proportion inside that rectangle, and right. then you can keep going, and then you can, that sort of constructs the golden spiral. Right. And it was, you know, it's what a lot of, like, Greek architecture was based on. And that's right. how you want to con construct a power cable from, obviously. Yes. Well, obviously. I, no, it's it's the grade to which your copper must be measured. <laughs> right. That's a good Anyway, so uh, each, str each strand is insulated from the others yeah. with this. Uh, I can't. Every strand? Keep, I can't. Every strand. I can't. Okay. Card okay. I, I've said enough. I, Wait, Greg. Greg, what, how do you feel what about What would power you cables? guys pay? Me? Yeah. Well, I'm a thousand in at this point. Greg, what are you thinking? I, uh, I'm talking about a, a half half meter. <gasps> this okay, is half, 1. Half. 1. 1.5 feet. Foot foot and half. Two grand. Greg says two grand. I'm going to say. I'm gonna say, let me see here, $949. $949, well, the price is both right. wrong. Okay. The Cardus Audio Clear Beyond XL Power Cable, that's an IEC power cable that you can use to plug in your toaster if you want to. Uh, <laughs> half a meter. <laughs> What's the other end terminate to? Uh, that would be a electrical receptacle okay it is a plug it's just a plug <laughs> it, it's just a power plug okay no but it's half important. a meter okay. mm -hmm. twenty five hundred dollars twenty oh hundred dollars <laughs> that's right that's Get right some, i need another stimulus check hey greg we were talking about d'angelico guitars last week how many d'angelico yes. guitars could you buy for that one half meter power cable um well, probably like two, I mean, like <laughs> two, like deluxes. <laughs> yeah, but the jitters, guys, the jitters. That's true. The jitters. That's true. You got yeah, the yeah, we don't want to get the jitters. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, guys. Uh, that's you know that that covers the whole spectrum from your uh, rolling papers all the way up to your twenty five hundred dollar power cable. Man, well, I hope I get all those things. And Jay, I hope you get them too. Well, you know, I mean, that, that's you, your wish list, you, you right? You don't get it unless you ask. Right. Oh. That's true. <laughs> yeah, the squeaky uh, wheel gets the oil. <laughs> yeah. So, you but, know, guys, uh, and, yeah. and listeners, too, if you're hearing something wrong with the audio on our, uh, you know, our weekly feeds, you know now that the reason is that I don't have a $2,500 power cable connecting and, my and monitor. And neither do you. Yeah. yeah. That's right. insane. You, also, some yeah. rolling papers would be great. <laughs> that would be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> No, no way, I'm going to go with ones. this power cable. All right, sweet. I think, cool. that's, I think the, that's the key. 
I think that. Or I think you could buy me like twenty, like really great USB audio interfaces. Okay. <laughs> you know, or okay. whatever. You know, or one power cable. Either what are you way. just gonna plug them in with the regular power cable, Jay? Jesus. I know, crazy, right? <laughs> Idiot. Idiot. <laughs> Some of those uh, Neil Young uh, rolling papers, I think, like if you're lucky, you'll find a what, like a button that fall off his flannel shirt. <laughs> That's right, maybe. That'd be amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, but that's seven well, bucks. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Getting what you yeah. pay for. That's oh, true. Man. All right, gentlemen, that's the uh, 2020 You Should Check It Out Holiday Musicians gift Gotta card. Gotta get shopping in now, guys. Gotta get the that's shopping right, in yeah. now. Everybody's that's doing it right. on the those, line, apparently. Those, de- those deals and steals won't last. Yeah. You're flying off the shelves. Man. Uh, yeah. I'm so, offended. So, yeah, that's all, that, that's all we that got great. This, with this week. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's it. Um, I'm going to tell uh, everybody where they can find us online real quick. And then Please we do. Can, uh, Let's do that. Yeah. Youshouldcheckitout.com. Find us on Facebook. You should check it out. Instagram, we're on there. Twitter, at shouldcheck. And... Uh, Please uh, send us an email at ysciopodcast at gmail.com if you have any comments or find us on iTunes and leave a review. Every little bit helps. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever podcasts are heard. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You should check it out. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. And for uh, my final musical selection of the week, uh, I wanted to, I don't know if you guys heard about this or not, but uh, Mike Campbell... Uh, formerly oh, of yeah. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, mm-hmm. uh, has a band called the Dirty Knobs. They just came out with a new album. Cool. And it's uh, it's really good. It sounds really good. I, I listened to their first album that came out uh, like a year before Tom Petty passed, and it was like, yeah, it was okay, but it kind of <laughs> had this really kind of rough sound to it. Mm-hmm. This one's a lot more polished. It's really great. And Mike Campbell has, I think, grown a lot as a singer. And uh, nice. the, funny, the funny part to me is you listen to it, you can't help but notice how much he took from Tom Petty and his vocal phrasing. Sure. Mm. Which is, you know, I mean, if there's anyone you're going to take from, yeah, that should be the guy. So I'm not yeah, criticizing, but it's it's pretty it's pretty apparent. Definite overlap. Good. Yeah, he's keeping the tradition, or he's keep you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but this is great. Uh, the name of the his album DNA. is Reckless <clears throat> Abandon, and the name of the song is Sugar. And the name of this podcast is You Should Check It Out and Tell a Friend, and we'll see you guys next week. How about it? Thank you, guys. How about it? Peace. Thank you. All right. Peace.
Razor. 